Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast. It's called Young Voices on Climate Change. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to our podcast and we're so excited to share our thoughts with you and have you join the conversation with us. My name is Cathy and I'm a student from Scotland and have been a member of the Youth Committee for the Scottish Malawi Partnership since 2018. And now I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Chifundo. All the way from the warm heart of Africa, Malawi, my name is Chifundo Zingunde. And it is true that this is Young Voices, a podcast dedicated to you, youth. And you're going to have a time to appreciate things that we're going to share with you, me and Kathy, Malawi experience and Scotland experience on climate change. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend and the friend should tell a friend that they should stick to this podcast because we are at war against climate change and we have to win this together. Our online youth festival is happening this week, the 15th to the 19th of March. And there's currently lots of exciting online events for people to come along to. And we will be hosting a webinar on 16th of March during this week. Uh, so we're going to tackle issues to do with climate change. We're going to call on bullets in the field. We're going to call clean Della claims of the game. And uh, don't forget, we're going to call young voices to speak out their views. Remember, when we say we are the voice of the voiceless, it doesn't not mean the voice of the people who are affected by climate change, but it is also the voice of the trees that have been wanted cut down so just stick to us stick to me and kathy we're going to give you the base and remember in today's edition we have three main areas that we are going to talk about ranging from the challenges in the fight against climate change and we're also going to take you on a ride to appreciate how based young people can use their skills to combat climate change don't forget how can we network how can we work together is it important we're going to tackle that too Osataya zinyala la mutinje olomumsewu Zimba fupikitsa mazi mutinje Kena konfula ikangogwa mazi kusifuka Imaka ononga manyumba ni minda Achinya matae Diyakulu omwe Tukwila ne manjae Tushitepo kantuwe so that song that you've just listened to was created by Joe Kells, a Malawian singer from the Malawian Scotland Partnership. And Chifundo is just going to tell us a bit about the song um, and the background to it now. Joe Kells' real name, Jonathan Pangani, is indeed a Malawian artist. Uh, he, he is an acoustic artist. He, he managed to put the words of young leaders into practice. Uh, the song, the, of course, it is in Chichewa, the common language in Malawi. Uh, it compares the old climate to uh, the, the, the current one. And it also advocates for youths to take a reading law. Uh, in issues to do with uh, climate change. And uh, that also reminds me, Kathy, uh, I've once heard uh, a wise man saying that the best way to sharpen your skills is to use them. Do you think youths can use uh, their skills to combat climate change? Absolutely. I think they definitely can. I think it's, to me, from my personal experience, climate change can seem like this really sort of large, scary topic that seems really immense to try and tackle. Um, but actually what we need to do as young people is we need to realise 
how we can start using our skills and how we can work together to um, try and combat climate change. Um, I think it's really important that we we do this now and we act quickly because we may be some of the last generations that have the chance and opportunity to start fighting against climate change. Um, and it's we only have one world and it's we're all living in the same world. So it doesn't matter where we live. It doesn't matter uh, what age we are. We all need to come together to um, try and tackle this. What do you think? I think uh, I've, I've managed to see people like in my country, Malawi, uh, we have a lot, a lot of poets and we have uh, people who do music, musicians that are quite good, they can use African drums. But now uh, I think uh, a bit there is a lack of self-confidence because when you look at the art of poetry, uh, you have to write something to do with uh, uh, climate change. And we, we only have few uh, who have done that. I think it is our role as youths so that we should take it up. Uh, that also reminds me, since I've talked about poetry, uh, I've once read a poem by Jane Hitchfield. Uh, it was written in uh, 1952. Uh, let them not say, I'll just uh, read a bit of it. Let them not say, we did not see it, we saw let them not say we did not hear it, we hate. Let them not say they did not taste it, we ate, we tremble. So looking at this poem, it's something great. And if we can use it uh, to, to advocate, to coerce our leaders, I think we can make it big time because uh, there is power in art. Do you agree to that? Absolutely, yes. I love that poem. That's so beautiful, the words. And I think... As you say, through poetry and through uh, words, we can encourage people and um, sort of captivate young people and get them on board with us. I think um, we can all be aware of how negative effects of the negative effects that social media can have. Um, but actually, one thing that we young people like to do is spend a lot of time on their phones and look at using social media. And this could be one of the things that we use um, for good. And we can use it to spread the word about climate change. And exactly, exactly. Uh, let, let, me, let, me, let me just take it from there. You just mm -hmm. mentioned about the social media. We're busy uh, having, have you, have you heard about the, the, the challenges that youths are doing on social media? Uh, here in Africa, the common challenges are the red light challenge, where you have a video uh, dancing using a red light, and you have uh, a smile challenge, you have uh, show me your, 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 your girlfriend challenge. Those are the challenges that our youths are doing right now. But now uh, I'm suggesting that what if we come up with something good, like uh, using the, the skill that we have to influence people on social media, like something to do with my trees, my age challenge, uh, forcing people to plant the trees. Uh, for, for example, I'm 24. It means if uh, you, you're going to challenge me, like I'm challenging you to plant 24 trees. I think that is a challenge that we should use. Otherwise, if we're going to focus on, hey, my bay, my boo uh, challenge, well, we're not going to win this war. It's about us. This climate change uh, issue, it is not about them. Because uh, Desmond Tutu once said, uh, he, 25 years ago, uh, people had an excuse that we don't know about climate change. But right now, we do not have an excuse. End of quote. The future is ours to make. So we should not let the, the opinion leaders to decide our future because uh, they have felt it 
uh, the, the impacts of climate change. But we, the young generation, we are going to feel the worst in the future if we're not going to do about uh, if we're not going to do anything about it. So the issue here, uh, I'm trying to second your point that indeed we should use our talents to combat climate change. I, I love those um, challenges you said, I think definitely. And by doing that, we can, um, it can become the cool to do can be, we need to make climate change cool to people and young people. And there's, I'm not sure if you've heard about sort of meat meat free mondays and people changing their diets to help um, and doing things like that and posting that on social media to encourage other people to do this um i'm also from my my personal experience um the the word sustainability i'm sure people are perhaps getting bored of hearing about but making really small changes in daily lives to be just a bit more sustainable like it could be as simple as buying a reusable coffee cup, buying a reusable um, water bottle, and also um, making sure to sort of look after our own belongings and not just buy um, unnecessary items. Um, so I think perhaps introducing more sustainability into your our lives and realizing that we can actually be held accountable for our day-to-day -day actions they will actually directly impact how we can help fight climate change. Does that, does that, that make sense? Me, that, that reminds me, Cathy, what are your talents? My talents. Exactly. Before, um, before, I give you a challenge, before I give you a challenge that you cannot do. Oh, I see. I see. I love, <laughs> I love music. Music, right. I love music. Nice. Um, I love, what else do I love? I love, um, exercise love running love dancing and i think we should make these challenges um we should we could start making them and getting other young people to get involved um and making them as creative as possible so it can be there can be room for anything and i hope i, I hope on webinar uh, on 16th of march you're, you're, you're going to show us your skills yes exactly people listening to the podcast please come along to the webinar and join in the conversation and um, be part of be part of this amazing movement that we all need to be part of. Perhaps Kathy can give in uh, some good music, mm. and of course I can come I can come in with good songs, hip hop songs, hip hop verse. Of course, <laughs> that is if I can. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So everyone listening has to tune in. Chifundo's promised. I will come up with a poem. Of course, I'm into writing. I like, I like expressing my feelings mm -hmm. uh, through the art of writing. So I'll come up with a poem. So be there, be there. Don't, don't, don't miss it. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. The next thing we wanted to talk about today was how important um, networking and working together um, is in combating climate change. Um, what do you think about this, Chifundo? I think... Uh, to work together, uh, there is a voice uh, once we work together. Uh, we amplify our voice uh, when we are working together. They say solidarity, in, sorry, in unity there is power, and uh, solidarity we can achieve everything. So uh, when we unite as youths and uh, network, I think it can amplify our voices and appeal more 
to the opinion readers. Uh, for example, uh, you and I, we're here talking today. You're from Scotland, I'm from Malawi. We're sharing ideas here. Uh, somebody who is listening at home, uh, he or she is going to benefit uh, based on our discussion. So it's something that we should uh, work on as, uh, as young leaders. And uh, networking is uh, very important because uh, you can utilize your friends' ideas. Uh, for example, in Malawi, we, we are making brickets. So we, 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 we young leaders are making brickets. We have three or two, Edward and David, they are making brickets. But now uh, they help they help to, to, to produce more. Maybe they don't have it. But now if they network, they can have ideas uh, to produce more. Uh, what do you think, Kathy, about that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I think having conversations with friends just about climate change and making it more of a normal thing to be discussing. Um, and as you said, bouncing off each other, seeing what other people might be doing, encouraging each other to start making small changes in, um, in your lives that can help. I also think having conversations with your families, with your parents, and um, as young people, um, we may be more, we may be exposed to more, um, or we may know more about climate change, and we can educate our parents who may not know, and educate um, other people. I also think um, in schools, talking, um, young people can discuss this with their teachers. Teachers could get on board and um, start trying to make climate change um, part of uh, part of education and teaching young people. Um, how important it is and sort of starting from the ground up and working, making climate change just really accessible to, um, to everyone. And that can help with the networks that we form through it. Now that, that also reminds me, uh, now you cannot fight this war alone. And uh, I, as Chifuno, I cannot win this alone. Uh, so through networking, uh, youths must be, young leaders must, allow they must be flexible as their ages uh, they must join other clubs uh you know uh, uh clubs that you have interest in for example i i myself i belong to uh chilengedwe club so chilengedwe club it is a group of uh, uh young journalists who are in to climate change advocacy so uh this is just an example to let you know that uh it is possible if you belong to a club, you network, know people. Uh, I think you can connect yourself to uh, people who can help to uh, bleed your idea. Uh, for example, uh, you connect to someone and that someone who connects you to the other guy and the other guy will connect you to the opinion leader. That opinion leader, that opinion leader is going to be uh, influenced by your ideas and your ideas might be taken to parliament might be taken to the world and become the law it means we have the power in connection what do you think about uh belonging to a club or something else yeah absolutely i also think if if you're aware of um if you're if you're aware that there isn't any clubs in your school in your university in your college wherever you are um having the initiative to start your own club and finding groups of friends who share similar interests and maybe um, meeting once a week to just talk about climate change and, and through that growing and um, 
connecting with other clubs and bouncing ideas off each other, as you said, I think is really, um, really important. I think, as we mentioned before about social media, we should also use them, use uh, social media again. And I'm, I'm aware of some uh, really great Instagram pages that have really good sort of bite-sized information um, about climate change and things that we can do. Um, the UN climate change page is brilliant and um, they have really good, uh, sort of, it's not too overwhelming with lots of information, but it's, um, so through that, through um, using social media, Twitter, um, whatever social media platforms young people like to use, finding a space for climate change within them, I think is another way, yeah. Now that, that reminds me, uh... Kathy, do you think young leaders, uh, Scotland, Malawi, uh, are we networking to uh, to that level of calling ourselves that uh, yes, of, of giving up an answer that yes, indeed, our young leaders from Malawi and Scotland were indeed networking? Are you satisfied with how we're doing it? I I think it's brilliant that we've had this opportunity to come and even today having this conversation um, and the webinar. It's a brilliant opportunity for us to connect and share our thoughts and um, definitely. And it's the one the one thing about climate change that's good and bad. It's happening to everyone all over the world. So we can share no matter where we are um, and it's happening in both Scotland and in Malawi. So yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, we should uh, come up with something that uh, we can both be operating on because I've seen uh, a blog from Scotland. I haven't seen any from Malawi and uh, uh, I've seen a Facebook page from uh, Scotland. I haven't seen any from Malawi. I think uh, if we, we, we young leaders can come up with a WhatsApp group uh, that can incorporate both young leaders from Scotland and both young leaders from Malawi, uh, bringing them together, uh, because alone we can do a little thing, a little, but together we can do much. So, so, so they say, because uh, if we can come up with uh, a WhatsApp forum and uh, we, we talk uh, more on issues to do with climate change, I think, uh, I can I can I can happily say uh, we are there, uh, but right now I think uh, there is a lot a lot left to be uh, desired because uh, I don't think we are we're there yet, but we are getting there anyway. Yes, exactly. I I I agree. I hear you. I think it's this is a people people listening to the podcast today and for us having this conversation today. It's a brilliant um, starting place. I think need to start being had and now we can see how far we can take it and um encouraging and gaining more young people to be interested in it is just it's just only going to grow from here hopefully and uh, dear listener uh remember individually uh we are one drop and together we are an ocean remember you're listening to Young Voices on Climate Change uh, with Kathy from Scotland and myself, Chifundo Zingunde. Uh, maybe, Kathy, uh, should, should we listen to a song or we move on to another topic? Shall we move on to our third topic, which was going to be what we believe to be the main challenges in the fight against climate change? Um, and should we talk a bit about what we think those are? I... For me personally, um, 
speaking as a young person who uh, has had limited exposure to climate change. I, I wasn't taught about it in school. It's only from what I've, um, I myself have chosen to learn about. I think it's how sometimes the main challenge, one of the main challenges to me at least, is how it's not very clear what we should be doing or there's mixed um, mixed messages or it just seems like the ta the it's too immense a problem to sort for me personally to um to tackle it and i think i need i need to work on it and hopefully other young people can do the same and um, exactly to, to accept that actually on an individual basis i should be making small changes and that can uh, that is my own personal contribution to um helping uh, tackle climate change. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, that challenge is indeed uh, something that is blocking our way as young leaders, because uh, we, from right from the kindergarten, we, we, we know nothing about climate change. Uh, so I think it is a challenge, information gap, it is a challenge. And uh, I think it is one of the causal factors uh, contributing to uh, uh, things that are fueling uh, climate change uh, impact. Because uh, in Malawi, uh, for instance, uh, we're still fighting a war uh, to ban thin plastics. Uh, why is it so? Because uh, at my age, 24, uh, I've been brought up in a family where when I'm going to a market, I should carry a thin plastic. I haven't been taught that it is bad since, like, since maybe since I was born. I wasn't, I wasn't talked about it. Now someone is coming outside there uh, with a theory saying that uh, a thin plastic is bad. A thing that I was not taught at school, uh, not even at church, not even in, in our clubs, not even on social media. Uh, it's something new. So information gap is something that is affecting us. And there is a need uh, to do something about it, not, for only, not only for the opinion leaders, not only for the, for the ministers, for the, for the member of parliament, but now uh, for the members of parliament, uh, it is also our duty as young leaders to explore. What do you think? Is it possible for a young leader to go on the internet and search about, about things to do with climate change? Is that possible? I think it definitely is possible. Um, I just, I think there's so much information out there. It's knowing where to look and what information to take on board and to make it um, into bite-sized um, chunks for as a young person, for myself to take on board and be like, okay, I understand um, climate change is a problem. We're in a, I think two, two out of three people say that we're in a climate emergency. And I understand this, but what can I do? What, how can, how can mm -hmm. I help? And I think it's knowing where to look and knowing how, who to talk to about it, as we said before with the networking um, and hopefully, by engaging more young people, the, the noise um, and the level of uh, noise surrounding climate change will just grow and grow and get louder and louder. And uh, I think I, I, like, I like what you said on uh, that we are, we, are, we, are, we are facing a huge challenge. Uh, Greater Tenberg, I think, once said that. Uh, now, I think on, the, on that issue, uh, young leaders uh, must know and must realize that uh, we are at war 
and the enemy looks stronger, he get wreaked havoc. Uh, but now we're failing to identify this enemy. What do you think this enemy can be? Oh, I think the oh, there's many, many enemies. Um, I think in regards to climate change, I think if you break it down, there's there's the un, unstoppable, sadly, the unstoppable force that is the nature and the natural forces of our world. But actually, when you look at maybe the larger governing bodies and um, the big corporate companies who um, I think I have noticed a shift in the last um, maybe five or 10 years, people becoming more um, climate change um conscious and incorporating these into the large companies and i i hear about all these protests um against them all but there's also the uh another enemy in the shape of people's ignorance and i'm definitely at fault of that myself for being ignorant and thinking that i don't contribute to climate change it's not my problem but actually perfect, perfect. Mm -hmm. what do you think of, I think you are right. Now uh, I should just sum up what you've just said. I, I think uh, people hate people and people love people. You agree to that statement, right? I do, I do. Now, uh, to find out the biggest enemy in climate change, you, you continue to say people's ignorance, people, 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 people. And now, the greatest enemy uh, from your statement, I think is the one that we see on the Mila. What do you think? Yes, yes. What, what do you mean by that, sorry? I mean, uh, the greatest enemy in climate change, mm -hmm. it is myself, it is mm -hmm. yourself, it mm -hmm. is them. It is those people who are listening. Because uh, if, even the young lead, even the, the president, uh, once he wakes up and goes to bathroom and look at that, Miller at the, the White House, at the State House, whatever they call it, look at his Miller. The man that he sees on the Miller, the lady that he sees on the Miller, that is our greatest enemy. So on, on climate change, ironically, it is the same face that can heal us from the world. What do you think? I agree 100%. I think that's what I was trying to say. You just phrased it much much nicer um, and <laughs> I think and to everyone listening that's the only the only person that's stopping you from helping um get involved with climate change is actually yourself and you need to we need to take um we need to take uh accountability for ourselves and for our own actions and think about how we can individually make small changes that will actually add up to con contribute um to the to the big thing does that make sense exactly and now moving on to the next uh, challenge that Ma malawi maybe youths are facing malawi young leaders are facing uh two things i'll just mention two things one uh you tell me about, uh, about what you think about them uh, one is to do with uh, funding because people might come up with ideas, but they don't know where to go uh, about it. They have brilliant ideas that tell you, Kathy, uh, I can challenge you if you can just take two young leaders from Malawi to, tell, to, to ask them maybe, what are you doing in your society? They will tell you good ideas. 
they're doing brickets themselves from their own little that the gate. Now, if the if government uh, or maybe well wishes can fund in, uh, invest in that young leader, uh, we can achieve more. Uh, he can produce more. Or they're, they're doing that with their with their hands. What if we amplify their ideas? Now, the second I uh, the second challenge that Malawi young leaders are, are facing it is a feeling of neglect. Uh, whenever opinion leaders are making decisions, youth inclusion is something that uh, we're still fighting. We're still fighting for, because uh, young leaders, youths are being labelled as violent just because we're being called uh, to to to. We 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 are always being called whenever there are demonstrations. Hey guys, let's go and march. Let's go in the streets. Let's go and break shops. But now, whenever they're making decisions, policies to do with climate change, we're not there. So it's a feeling of neglect uh, because uh, gone, gone are the days when politicians uh, uh, used to say, hey, young man, can you jump? And we, we had to jump because mm-hmm. that was our president. But now it is time to, to, to ask for more. If a politician is telling you, hey, Kathy, jump, they should not expect you to ask how high. Mm-hmm. They, will, they should expect to get a response, why should I jump? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are the challenges that we're facing and neglect and, of course, the issue to do with uh, funding. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, I think that's very similar, um, actually, over in Scotland, um, what we are facing as well. There's always the system the the um system problems in the system as you say with um how you you can have all these brilliant ideas how we're all going to tackle climate change and you can have loads of young people be really interested in it but sometimes it does come down to the funding and maybe i i don't know but maybe with um with time with people slowly beginning to as i feel like they have been over the last few years beginning to understand how important it is that people will be governing bodies and uh, people who have the ability to fund these things will become more interested in them because they can understand why they would be investing into them because they understand how important climate change is. And maybe that comes back to the need for people to engage with the topic and also the need for networking so people can hear about this. And about um, the second, your second one you said about the neglect, I think it's also a matter of um, how with climate change, we're not going to see immediate results when we, so if I, if I drink from my reusable coffee cup, I eat less meat, I recycle everything, I try and, I try and make these little baby steps, um, but I'm not going to see the immediate results from, from that. And so therefore, not on on a smaller level therefore I feel like my actions are being neglected but then when you're with your group your organization you're all um, protesting about it talking about it but again you don't see immediate results that can feel like you're lacking satisfaction and I agree and it's to learn to not be disheartened by that and but this is a long battle that we're going to have to be a soldier. They should they should learn to be a soldier to move on and fight on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We I need like to build that. resilience. I like that. Yeah. In fact, I love that. 
<laughs> yes, yeah. And as young people, I feel we are all, well, I hope that we all um, have resilience within us and we need to find it, um, especially in this very, very important fight that it is um, against climate change. And it's one that we're all, we're all on the same side. Um, we're all fighting the same enemy. So that should hopefully boost some, um, bring us together and boost morale in some sense. Um, yes. You, you, you just said uh, uh, we are all on the same side. That reminds me uh, the, the, the words of uh, Martin Luther King, who, who once said, uh, unity has never meant in uniformity. Uh, so this only means that uh, oh, there is no difference in the issues to do with uh, uh, the fight against climate change. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're, you're, you're black or white. It doesn't matter if you're, you're a girl or a boy. It doesn't matter if, 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 if you're young or an adult. It's something that we should all come together and uh, fight the greatest enemy. So ironically, that enemy is the one within you. So it's something to do with the, mind, the mindset change. So as time clocks, uh, as time ticks towards the end of this edition, maybe can we proceed maybe to uh, call to action? Absolutely. I think that, yeah. And I, I love what you just said there. I think it is. It's complete. The, the main challenge is the personal mindset. That is the one that we need to, and hopefully to our listeners who are listening right now, hopefully um, this has maybe inspired some people to start even thinking about shifting their mindset or maybe they'll go away and um read about climate change um or learn about climate change or have a conversation with a friend that they about climate change that they may not have had and actually just starting the shift to realize is a really really important step so that is coming to the end of the time we have today for our podcast. Thank you so much to everyone that has listened and taken the time to listen. I hope you've enjoyed it um, and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Um, please come along to any of the events during the week um, with the Youth Festival and also our webinar on the 16th. Um, just to sum up what we we did say today um we've spoken about how best the young people can use their skills to combat climate change how important it is to work together and the main challenge is that we feel um are in the fight against climate change so i'm kathy and i'm here in scotland and um, thank you very much for listening to us i'll just hand over to chifundo now Remember, uh, we are at war and the enemy is the person that you see on the mirror. And ironically, the face that you see is the person that will end this war against climate change. How? Simple. It's about dedication to contribute towards the sustainable goal development number 13, which calls for an urgent action towards uh, climate change. Remember, a war needs soldiers. So whenever you hear uh, a gun, pa, 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 it's not about the rifles, but it's about your voice. To become the voice of the voiceless, always young people talk about climate change, take an action and make a, a difference. I've been your co-host, Chifondo Zingunde, all the way from the warm heart of Africa, Malawi. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Young Voices on Climate Change. 
Osangoti kudula mitengo ya makala Deje mfugwa toseti kulila ndi nyengo Malo alipo ambili mzikoti Amene mukoza kulima ulo kukalapo Osangoti kudula mitengo pakali minda